you have a bucket list? My goodness, it is so important to live a really good life. Having a bucket list gives you, so it's, it sounds a lot more exciting than goals. Well, they might be something different. My guest today is Leanne Blaney, and she is going to talk to us about bucket lists right after this. The strongest prison bars are in your head. Leaders and teams, it's time for a jailbreak. And welcome back. And Leanne, I'm going to let you uh, talk to us about yourself and uh, what it is about bucket lists that uh, I say we've seen the movie. We've seen the movie, some of us, maybe we haven't. Tell us about what they are and a bit about yourself and how you came to be a, someone who helps people with them. Well, thanks, Trish. Um, so, so great to be here to talk about the bucket list and it. And I love talking about this because it's something that a lot of people ask, you know, a bucket list, isn't that when you die? Isn't it, you know, later on in life I have to think about that? And that's definitely not something that um, I think a bucket list should be. It's living it now. And bucket list stuff, what I think is really good about it, it can be actually a life plan. So you can use the bucket list as a filter for your life plan. So underneath you can have your business plan or your career plan or your relationship plan, whatever it is, but use the bucket list as your filter for actually how you live right now rather than in the future. And, I mean, I suppose, you know, to talk about why I, I love the bucket list so much is that when I turned 40, I decided that I had to change my life. I was feeling, you know, really stuck where I was in my government job. I wasn't happy. I didn't know what was going on with, you know, not having my daughter living at home anymore. So it's like that empty nester type feeling that a lot of women get around that age and start, asking those questions, you know, what's actually going on now with my life? What am I going to be doing? You know, what's the purpose? So I started looking into this and thinking, well, there's got to be some sort of answer to this that I can, you know, change my life around. And the bucket list sort of popped up. And I was actually calling myself an adventure coach for some time because before I became a certified bucket list coach, I was using adventure coach because I found that's what actually gets people out of you know, where they are, where they're stuck. Like a lot of people can't cope with what actually happens. And I know we've had some challenging times. But, you know, if people have living that bucket list life, they have, they're more resilient. They can have um, more fun, which, you know, everything's so serious these days. And they have more fun in their life. And just use this bucket list as a way of doing that. There we go. I uh, clicked on the wrong button and disappeared for a minute. So that you disappeared. <laughs> no, that's all right. We did have some issues with Facebook. So if you're just joining us now on Facebook, you've missed the first start part, then uh, you can go back and um, hopefully see the recording. But basically it's about how great bucket lists are and how fabulous Leanne Blaney is in uh, finding a way to help people to uh, to have a bucket list and, and how it helps them with their life. And I do need to contribute my little bit. This is about you, Leanne, but how bucket list helped me. When I was incarcerated and I, I was 
in and I had been in the lockup for uh, almost a week, taken out to Wacol to the women's prison out there. And I had to share a cell with another lady who I called Amanda in my book, uh, Treasures of Darkness. And I actually talk about it in the book that we're in a cell with this little TV and the movie The Bucket List came on. And we sat there going, wow, and look at our lives. Here we are, completely stuffed up our lives. And so I said, how about we create a bucket list ourselves? And so we did. We sat there, we wrote down things we wanted to do and it would it gave us hope for our future, that there is still a future no matter what's happened in your life. I didn't know that some of those things might might not we might not be eligible for anymore. Don't know. So I didn't know until much later on whether or not I'd be able to travel overseas again and so on. Thankfully I have. But it really gave us a sense of hope, Leanne. And that's that's what you do with people. Now, that's not the only thing you do. You are about neuroscience and neuro meaning of the brain. I don't know. Uh, I know some things about it, but a lot of people don't. It's like new language that's come up about uh, neuroscience and you are a neuro change practitioner. So explain to us what a neurochange practitioner is and how it might be different from other people who help with behaviour. Yeah, well, that's the thing with neuroscience and neurochange and that it's all about the brain, as you said, and it's knowing how to use the brain to your benefit. And a lot of people out there go, yes, I know I need to change my behaviour. I know I need to make some changes. I just don't know how to do it. And, yes, there's a lot of techniques and modalities out there that will help you or they, they try to help you in different ways. But sometimes it's not lasting change. But if right. you understand your brain and how it works, it will give you lasting change. It will change your behaviours, change your habits and things. Um, at that level, that really deep level where you can go, right, I understand what's actually happening for me now. I can move along. So the neuro change part of what I do is it's a program. It's a six-week program that works your way through understanding okay. the brain. So you might start, say you start the first one with your beliefs. And, right. yes, we've got a lot of things out there that people look at limiting beliefs. But this is techniques and tools that will actually show you, right, this is the belief, how to bring it to awareness, and then we can actually look at how to change it. But if it's serving you, that's fine. But if it's not serving you is what we need to find out. And there's a few things that you need to know because you need to get really uncomfortable and be okay with getting uncomfortable because that's how you're going to change. Because you've been doing this or believing this or whatever it is that you've been doing for a long, long time. And as we know, a lot of things happen back when we were children and we take that right through to adulthood. So That's it's really getting into the nitty-gritty there. Yeah. So what might be, what, what's the most common belief that you help people replace that, that they come to you with? I think a lot of people, um, it's just they're not good enough. Oh. And that's the, the overarching one. I'm not good enough. And there's all this evidence they've, you know, been gathering over the years. This is why I'm not good enough. I can't do it. And, you know, and they start really beating up on themselves. So it's really a deep-seated limiting belief. Yes, there's lots of other little ones that might go around it. But this overarching one, I say, I'm not good enough. So they don't try anything. They think, oh, I can't do that. I can't go out there and start my own business or write a book or whatever it is. They just keep thinking this, I'm just not good enough because they compare themselves and, you know, we're a society where we compare ourselves with everybody. We have Instagram, Facebook, all the social medias are comparing yourselves. No one really knows what's going on, but we compare ourselves so much. 
that we go, oh, I'm just not good enough. I couldn't do that. Wow, that is so true. And, uh, you know, it, it comes from, it, it is our whole society. It is family. It is Santa Claus. You know, i got a beef with him that, uh, like, seriously, he making a list, checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty and nice. He's going to find out who's good enough, mm-hmm. you know. And <laughs> so, you know, forget that unconditional love. If you behave and you deliver and you are good enough, whether whether you're good in behaviour or good in skills, right? Mm-hmm. And so children often equate the two, that that being good at, skilled at something, like good at maths, getting good grades, is equal to being a good person. And then as we get older, we might compare ourselves to someone who has already got the degree. Mm. They're they're out and and that's what they present to the world and we look at where we are and we forget that there's a process of learning and that there's there's no shame in Mm. being in learning mode and being in it. So it's everywhere. So how do you combat that? You know, when when people have all this evidence to say, you know, I'm not good enough, people will criticise me, they will laugh at me, they might have their third grade teacher's voice in the background saying, little Johnny, this is just not good enough, sit still, Mm. uh, and that you are a disruption and a problem. So you've had all that reinforcement. What are some ways that, that, I mean, you need to, to have a new belief, there has to be, they have to believe that they might actually be good enough. How do you convince them of that? There's a it's really point. bringing to awareness all those things that you're talking about that have affected them. You know, going back, looking at those defining moments in our lives. So, so many people that I talk to have some sort of experience or trauma that happened at school where a teacher has said something to them. Yeah. And like I was one of those people. Like I always wow. thought I can't do maths because I had a maths teacher who made me stand up and he humiliated me for not knowing the answer because I'm a thinker. I like to process things and I wasn't fast enough because, you know, he wanted things wow. like this. Wow. And I took that on for a long time and that I'm not good enough in maths or I can't do numbers. I'm actually quite good at numbers when I got past that, but I had to bring that up and work out, you know, just that one defining moment made me think right through to adulthood that I wasn't good at numbers. So you have to bring these things up. 90% of this journey is awareness. So if you bring them up, wow. start looking at all the things, all this evidence you've gathered, and then really start asking yourself the questions, is this really true? Is right. it true? You know, Am I overgeneralizing? You know, what are the feelings that are coming up? So if you're finding out, well, is this giving me feelings of being scared again because I was scared of standing up in front of everyone? What are those feelings? And then start addressing them. That's, um, you know, just going through those questions and going through that and disassociating yourself from it, that's your first steps. And then you can start thinking, well, okay, let's find evidence of where I'm actually good at it, where I am good enough, and start, you know, working on that. I love that. And, you know, I caught myself just a, a couple of months ago where, especially with switching over, because of COVID, switching over to virtual and everyone's using technology and so on and, so many people say, well, I'm not techie. I'm not good at technology. I mean, we often hear that. And I thought to myself, oh, I was learning a new program, you know, putting graphics on and so on. And it was, am I, I was thinking to myself, I actually stopped and I thought, you know what? I didn't think I was good at technology, but I've worked out this, I've worked out this, I've got my StreamYard, I've got, 
you know, things going on, I actually, it was like a fresh revelation. I thought I actually am good at technology. Sure, I'm not Bill Gates, mm. but for what I do, it's good. And it was, it was so empowering and, I, and it gave me energy and confidence and positivity. And I had a little glitch at the start of this stream where Facebook wasn't working, so I let you keep talking while I, <laughs> and then I thought I might have actually closed the whole platform. But no, I got back on and I had to put myself back in and there we were and we made it happen. And, yeah. you know, having that confidence, <clears throat> giving yourself the, thing, the confidence to try stuff too. Like yeah. we do stop ourselves from trying things because you think, oh, I could never do that. And we start judging ourselves by previous stuff like I'm not creative. That's another big one that people go, oh, I'm not a creative. Oh, <laughs> exactly. That's bang on the head. I'm not creative. Mm. But you can be. It's yeah. just incredible. So and it's just a definition is, of what creative is, really. It's so different for everyone. That's the whole thing about creative. Yeah. So there we go. All right, yeah. then. Great. So what else happens in your course? Because I'm curious to know about that six-week course. So when you've recognised and then they think, well, actually, now I actually could be good at this, what do they do to gradually shift out? Is there something they can put in place to for when those old thoughts come back or how do they do that? Yeah, by going through the course, we work on different parts. So the next one might be working on your mindset and working out if you've got a fixed or growth mindset. So if you work out that you've got a fixed mindset where you don't believe that you can change, you don't, you, you fear failure, you fear trying, that type of stuff. If you can identify that, then you go, oh, that might be why I'm stuck and I've still got this belief because I'm, I've got this fixed mindset. If I change it to a growth mindset, you know, that I can change, that I can do these things, that I am able to change, you know, that, that, that saying that people say that old dogs can't learn new tricks is so not true. And we, we have proven with our brains that we can change and we constantly change. And part of the course is learning about how the brain works. And even by knowing that, it's been proven that people will change because they've already learned, oh, the brain changes. That's so right. Change. Now, tell us how the brain changes. Is that that uh, phrase that neuroplasticity phrase what does that actually mean what's happening in the pipes the passages in there that's changing yeah so neuroplasticity is like how the brain actually changes so we've heard of neuropathways where if we do something like say we learn to drive at first we don't have a neural pathway we start learning to drive so we start to strengthen it so we start getting better and better at it so we're really mm. strengthening in that and we're going we can go into the other parts of the brain but really you're just strengthening that pathway and eventually that pathway gets so strong that you're doing it unconsciously. You're not thinking about it. So that's how we can do it for a lot of things in our life. And so you can still do that when you're older. A lot of people can stave off dementia or if you've had a stroke, you can actually use these techniques to strengthen neuro pathways. They might have to relearn how to write, say, or walk mm. again. And that's what they're doing. So you can do it. It doesn't have to be like even physical. You can learn how to do a lot of things. It's like saying, you know, I'm not techie you know at 52 years of age I used to say that all the time and now I'm saying no I'm not I'm I'm actually able to do this because I'm strengthening the pathways I'm learning how to do it I'm just finding out how and yes I might have to ask for help because that is part of it you know how can I do it can I ask for help can I yeah. YouTube it can I do something else you know looking for some information on it but I can still do it by working my way through it and that's strengthening that pathway and now that belief of I can do this I am I mean, I don't like to say I'm necessarily techie, but I am good at technical issues these days. 
and I'm able to cope with them by, by looking into things because, you know, I have a podcast as well and I had to learn how to use that, you know, audacity and put things together and tack on the music and all that sort of stuff. And at, when I first started, I had no idea. But it's just working on that neuroplasticity, knowing that I can strengthen these neural pathways, that it comes easier and easier as I add on. It really does. And, and I found, as I learned, when I was busy, I was trying to learn too quickly and it was like I, I, I have to hurry up and learn this and, and I wasn't taking the time. But when I said to myself, you know what, just take your time, allocate some time allocate it prior if it's important allocate the time and then be gentle with yourself and just bit by bit layer by layer and yes asking for help but I think the part of our busy lifestyle is that we expect to be able to do things quickly and with ease the way it looks when someone else is doing it mm. and we think oh my goodness wow how did she do that and it, it's like well you know I, I mean I've had a program called Minicam which allows me to change things uh, even in Zoom and, and do interesting things and different, different slides. I've had it for months and months and months and I just didn't get around to learning how to do it. And I thought, well, if I don't use it, I've wasted that money. Mm -hmm. So I just quietly, patiently stepped through. And being kind and gentle with yourself is is part of that process of allowing. And I imagine too that that leads into self-care, doesn't it? So would, would you say yeah, that diet and, and movement helps or is it overrated even if you if you're not that good at that you can still do it or is it kind of both no there's a you know with brain health it's really really important to make sure that you're eating the right foods like mm -hmm. the amino acids and you know exercise is great because it's even been proven if you've been if you go out for say a 15 minute brisk walk or a run just before you have something really you know difficult to do or something that you're learning your brain is prepped for it so exercise is important as well not being stressed so you know keeping hold of your your stress level so that's as you said self-care looking after yourself making sure you have your breaks you're kind to yourself you're doing things that you love to do so you're not just constantly focusing and say on getting this business done getting this business done and you forget about the things that you need. Sometimes you might need that day of just relaxing and sitting in front of TV or it might be to get out and go for a hike, whatever it is. That's really important for your brain as well. And if you don't do these things, you're even like the, the synapses and the, the neurons and things in your brain, they're not going to be working to full capacity. So it, it may be more difficult. So there are some things that you can actually do. Education. If you continually learn things, like you said, sit down, learn something new, you're establishing a new neural pathway and also your confidence comes and your belief in yourself will come as well because you're taking the time, you're learning something new. As long as you're kind to yourself because remember back to when you were first driving, that's all you've really got to do is think how long it took. You, you, you had no idea how to do the steering and the pedals and the brake and all that sort of stuff, you know, all at once until you just kept trying at it. And you kept trying yes. and sometimes you get frustrated and said, I'm not doing this anymore. Then you'd go back to it because you know you have to learn to drive. <laughs> so good. So yeah. good. I love what you're saying. And I want to draw people's attention to your website, which is showing now. Leanne Blaney is a coach in neuro change, helping you change the way you think and also to help you create your bucket list. I do very, very little coaching. It's not, I, I tend to do speaking and I do this work here. But if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with somebody, you've got Leanne Blaney here. 
Uh, this is her website coming across the bottom. Notice it is L-E-A-N-N-E. That's how that Leanne is spelt, B-L-A-N-E-Y. Uh, and this is this is Leanne's website. Um, and when you go to the website, you will be, there's a bit about Leanne there. You've got a book, yay, mm -hmm. balance, adventure school. Now, adventures, this ties in with uh, the bucket list, doesn't it, about having adventures. And you, when people go to your website, when they first go, they are going to encounter a pop-up which is 101 Inspirational Adventures. Now, are these suggestions that people can do? Is that what they are? Yeah, there's just 101 things to get you thinking about. You don't have to do the actual thing, but it'll get you thinking about what can you do because a lot of people go, oh, bucket list or adventure. Oh, that's travel. Oh, that's jumping out of a plane. No, it's not. There's so much more that you can do and it doesn't matter what ability you have, you can find something for for anyone in these. And it's whether just, you know, the main thing is to push yourself a little bit outside your comfort zone. It doesn't have to be a huge amount. Like I'm not going to jump out of a plane. I'm going to tell everyone now I bucket list, but I don't want to jump out of a plane. <laughs> but I love trying new things. Like, you know, getting on these motorized scooters was something that a friend of mine said, oh, for your birthday, let's do this adventure. And I'd never done it. Okay. So I went around the Brisbane CBD on this scooter. So there's lots of things you can get. That's it's just fun. to give people a bit of inspiration. So... Towards that, people who might be at home, uh, they you know, as we as we broadcast this, some people are still in lockdown. Someone might watch this after lockdown, but they might be in a wheelchair. They might they might not be able to get out and about quite so much. So, what are some things people can do who that might be on this list that uh, people who are not as physically able to do things out and about might be able to do yeah that's the thing like people think you know with adventures it's always outdoors hiking you know going traveling those type of things but really with lockdown we've proven that you can bucket list or have an adventure just at home it can be like you can take lessons there are so many lessons um on you on these you know, computers now that you can do udemy courses you can do youtube things just to learn a new instrument or like one of my um, things I've just started to do, I bought some juggling balls. I want to learn how to juggle. You know, I just, I don't know why. Is there something I've always wanted to be able to do? And I've been, I'm very uncoordinated, which is a belief, a limiting belief I'm changing to show that I'm coordinated. <laughs> there you go. Don't yourself. <laughs> I did because I, I do, you still find it, like as, when you become aware, you start realising, oh, I just said that. That's a limiting belief. Let's work on that one. You're more aware of what you're actually saying and doing. So um, you can, you know, do lots of things through the computers. You can meet new people through Zoom these days because, you know, even look at us, we're talking to each other and we don't have to be in the same room, but we're connecting. You know, I know it's not quite the same as face-to-face, -face, but you can connect with so many people. I've had, you know, some clients and people around me say, that, well, I always wanted to meet my long-lost cousin. So I contacted them and I was able to Zoom with them and get to know them. And they're having family Zooms, you know, like the Brady Bunch, you know, Aww. that they've never had. You know, no one can be in the same room at the same time because they're all over the place. Like my partner's one of seven. You try putting them all together, you know, on one weekend or something. So what we do is we Zoom. It's so it's good. So, yeah. So there's lots of things you can do when you're even at home. You can get your family together and create a game. You can leave a legacy. You can start writing that book or create that blog you always wanted to do. 
These are things that I call bucket list items because there's something that is different, get you out of your comfort zone a little bit because, you, you, you know, variety is really key. But for that variety, you need to be pushing yourself. And again, when you do that, you become more resilient and you can bring those risks into other areas of your life as well just by pushing yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone. Yeah, definitely life's too short not to bucket list. (laughs) Life is too short not to bucket list and then combine that with learning how to unlearn those old beliefs. Mm. When you do that, then you can have your bucket list and actually have the courage to start doing those things. So there's really no excuse. Even if you can't get out and hike, there are things that you can do to keep yourself stimulated. And in doing that, that would be good for your brain as well because you're getting new stimulations, new things that you're doing. Exactly right. I love that. Now, the other thing I, I want to point out to people is that your there's two things. One is your podcast called Ignite Your Life. Ignite Your Life podcast with Leanne Blaney, which I was a guest on just this week. The, the, you the, were. Yeah, so that was great to ignite your life. And in doing that, uh, to you can join Leanne's Facebook page. So she, I will, I'll bring that up too. This is Leanne's Facebook page to ignite your life, and uh, you can follow. You can join. I've already liked it. Uh, and Leanne has got also. Oh look! Oh look! Who's there? There's look my, who's that? <laughs> the, the, the podcast, and this is advertising today. But keep asking yourself, how can I be better? Self care Sunday. I love this. <laughs> what a great page! So you can look for when you go searching. If you look for ignite your life, and it's the one with Leanne. I don't know if there's any others, but Leanne Blaney. But it, it's. You know, you can ignite your life by being part of that. So there's another resource for people. Uh, what else? So we've talked about your your website. I just, what this does, what, why this is important to me is that it is all about building resilience because when, and, and moving forward and growing, you can find those mental pathways that find ways to shift. Now, our program is called the Shift and Lift Program because we want to shift our thinking and lift it up. And that's what having a bucket list and working with a coach for neuro neuroscience, changing those pathways, that's what that does. And that's what Leanne does. And uh, I'm, I'm so thrilled that you've been with us, Leanne. You've given us so many nuggets of gold. Uh, now, have we covered everything? Was there anything else that we wanted to, I really wanted to make sure we encourage people to have a bucket list and also to think about how they can improve their thinking? And you've got those resources on your website. Did we cover all that? We did. Yeah, that'd be great. And people can let me know, you know, some things that they'd like to do on their bucket list. Then we can start working out, well, how can you start doing it now? Fantastic. So, look, if you're watching this, please like, subscribe, share, comment, uh, join in. and, uh, and, And even afterwards when it's not live, share it and get inspired. You know, if I can make a bucket list while I'm locked up in a bucket, a metal bucket <laughs> that's what it felt like and i had no idea but it, but because i had that list i was able to think about a future that had possibilities instead of the dead end that uh that my life had come to and you know you the strongest prison bars are in your head and leanne knows that as well as anyone and it's time to break free change those neural pathways start with a bucket list Leanne Blaney, thank you so much.
for being part of the show. It's just, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And if you've liked this show, give us a like, give us a thumbs up and uh, share it, all that sort of thing. And we will see you next time.